Welcome, everybody. We are back with another episode of River of Fire. Uh, this is Tommy Codell and Paula Mangucci. And Hello. Uh, we are excited to share some more revelation with you. So we're just going to dive right into it. We got a, a few deep topics here we want to cover. And uh, I guess I'll start it off with a, uh, a question, you know, um, that I've been looking into recently and it's really been changing the way I view things. Uh, so the question is, have we existed prior to our birth? And if so, how long, where were we, what were we doing? And how do we know that we've ex existed before birth? All right. So very interesting question. And, you know, as I've come deeper into this really changed my viewpoints on a lot of stuff. Um, to realize that, um, actually, maybe before I dive into it, um, Paula, what do you think about that question before I, I go in? Well, yeah. Um, well, it's in the Bible. I'm sure you have the scripture, right? You have the scripture on that. Um, yeah, because our souls and our spirits were um, part of God. And so we were in God before we came to the earth. And uh, yeah, so do, I don't know if you want me to go any further or if you have, you know, want to take it from there. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I just want to get your perspective first. Um, and just something to ponder everyone who's, who's listening. So the Bible does actually support us being with God before we came into the earth. So I just want to highlight a few scriptures in Jeremiah 1 5. It says, Before I formed you in the womb. I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I've appointed you a prophet to the nations. Uh, Psalm 139 talks about how our days were ordained for us before they were, there was not even one of them. And uh, in Ephesians, Paul talks about how we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk with them, walk in them. And uh, it's just really interesting to see that Paul talks about us being predestined. And again, in the Old Testament, it talks about how God knew us before we came into the earth. And so things have really changed for me when I started to understand that I had a life prior to being in the earth. I know we're about to get deep here, but I used to think of it that you know, once I was born, that's when God created me. And it was up to me to, to get to know God and, and reach out to him and get to know him. Um, but everything changed once I realized that I was with him and he already knew me. And we were already together before I came into the earth. And now I'm just here to walk out the things that he ordained beforehand and to do his will on earth. So before I go any deeper, uh, Paul, any more thoughts on that? Yeah, there's a really good book uh, that I recommend called The Soul's Remembrance by Roy Mills. And he was uh, permitted to remember. And so that would really open up some <clears throat> eyes if you want to uh, kind of look into that. It's uh, pretty interesting. Um, some people, even my friend had told me that she chose her parents. And um, I think that even discusses that in the soul's remembrance that you choose your parents, you choose to come. And I remember when I first learned about this, I was driving somewhere, I was driving to a, um, just a, a meeting. And I'm like, you know, God, that's not fair. If people chose not to be here, then they don't have to go through all this stuff that we're going through on the earth. And the Lord said, what they do not have the rewards that are coming to us. So um, this world is very difficult at times and Jesus is completely aware of that. And the whole idea here is to groom us or prepare us for greater things after this life where other people who chose to stay in heaven and not come to the earth um they're very very limited so yeah interesting subject yeah definitely it changes perspective because like when you go through things and you suffer 
you're wondering why these things are happening or if it's just an accident or like, God, why me? But from the, from the stuff I've read and even which born witness in my spirit is that before we came, we actually agreed to different things on earth. Like what were you saying? Like parents, trials, sufferings, different things to prepare us for what God has for us. So once you start to realize that these are not accidents, but that, that things were preordained to um, carry out God's purposes in your life, you just feel that sense of purpose. You know, God, God has given us things to do while we're here. He's equipped us with gifts and that he's with us uh, through all these trials and tribulations to get us to the place where he wants us and to prepare us, as you were saying. Yes, and the other thing is, uh, like I've been saying from the beginning, there are levels of relationship there's uh levels of heaven and there's levels that you you know different people will end up on different levels of heaven so if you come here then there's still the level that you end up there's uh you know closer to the throne room where people see the father and there are other levels of heaven where people don't see the father because they haven't reached that level so um, I'm glad you're bringing this up because it just stirs a person's heart. You know, I mean, personally, I want to be, you know, at the, the level that I can see the Father and commune with him and connect with him. I mean, you can do that on the earth. Um, but again, there's levels. So I guess what I'm saying is what level do you want to be on? You know, what level of relationship do you want to be on? And so... If you choose to, to strive toward the higher levels, of course, that's going to take humility is the number one thing. But also, um, there's a goal. There's a definite goal. We're, you know, I think I even brought this up before about be, being in church. And you're like, you know, it's got to be more. There's got to be more. And not only is there more, there's more, 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 you know. So um, <clears throat> when we find that out, it's really worth the uh, pressing in. And I know some people say you can't, you know, uh, you don't have to press in. But when I say press in, I mean, um, strive to enter the narrow gate. Jesus said that. And to press into relationship. I mean, we can step into heaven and we go by faith and we don't have to press in for that. That's, uh, you know, by faith we go. But there are the knocking. Okay, so when Jesus said about the uh, man who kept knocking, wanting that loaf of bread, you know, in the middle of the night, and his friend got up because um, he just wanted to stop the knocking, and how much more will the Father open the door for you? So, and Jesus did say, you know, you keep praying and you don't give up. So what does that tell you? That tells you that in the beginning, there's going to be some maybe long uh, periods where you're still waiting and you're pressing in and you're contending. Um, I know that Neville Johnson has a really good teaching on, um, uh, I want to say, waiting on God or um, just having relationship with God. And in these um, MP3s, he talks about, you know, some people will wait on God for a whole year before Jesus appears. Um, and in the meantime, God's grooming you. He's preparing you. He's getting your, even your physical body where you can handle the visitations. And so when I uh, was at a meeting where Neville was, um, he just told everyone to spend an hour waiting on God. And that started my journey, really. And I remember waiting and waiting and telling my friend, you know, oh, I don't know am I really supposed to be doing this? And, and they encouraged me, yes, you know, this is something that we're supposed to be doing. And so in that process, things started to break open. So um, I think personally that repentance will speed up the process. Uh, I just got a, um, an email from somebody recently that they said that their family members started having breakthrough after they started doing repentance and um, they started having an encounter with God just by that person's repentance. Um, their family members started getting breakthrough. So 
you know, and they were extremely happy about that. So there's a lot of confirmation about doing the repentance and cleaning up your stuff and waiting on God and then waiting on God and, and literally expecting, expecting him to encounter you for you to see him. And which brings us to another subject I want to kind of bring up, which was about the cloud of witnesses and the cloud of witnesses is your family and so in the the waiting you also begin to have encounter with the cloud of witnesses and i'm reminded of different times where i would be watching documentaries on maybe uh isaac newton or some scientists of the past or some bishop maybe uh, some saint of, uh, you know, years ago. And um, while I'm like watching this documentary, I would start having an encounter with the actual person. They would always step in and say hello to me, you know, just connect and, and uh, you know, where I can finally, where, where I could meet them and they could meet me. And so, uh, you know, it's been pretty exciting just to, to meet these cer certain saints. And they trade into our lives, and meaning they will impart or pray for us. And for example, if one of them um, was excellent at worship or prayer intercession, um, they will impart that to you through prayer. And, you know, most recently, I remember my daughter, I was praying for her, and I saw one of the Moravians who were excellent on intercession. And I saw them uh, give her a morsel of bread, which was uh, spiritual food. And uh, just knowing that she was being called to intercession. So that's just an example, but there are many examples. So what do you think of that, Tom? It's good stuff. Yeah, it just reminds me of the times when Jesus actually engaged with the cloud as well with Elijah and Moses. And then he even said that Abraham rejoiced to see his day. So it just shows that, you know, Abraham was already with uh, Jesus. Jesus was with him before he came into earth. And um, it's just a really interesting subject. I think it's a really blessed thing to have many of your family members go on to heaven um, to prepare the way. And I think God is definitely after our, our bloodline and salvation of our families, just like Paul said to the, the jailer when he asked what to, what can you do to be saved? And, you know, he said, you and your family believe and be baptized. And uh, it's a, it's a family thing. And I just believe that, that God is after our whole families, our whole bloodline. So, you know, we could have, many more up in heaven um you know when we all are joined together in the end um but I, my question for you paul is is um about the engaging with the cloud of witnesses for for anyone who's not familiar with that uh can we really interact with somebody who is passed on into um passed on after death so to say Oh, absolutely. For for one thing, uh, people say, you know, you can't talk to the dead, but they're not dead. They're alive. Jesus said, God is a God of the living. Um, <clears throat> I've had some flack back about that from a family member <laughs> saying, you know, about the dead, but they're not dead. Um, I think it's like actually really important right now what we're engaging in what's coming because they're going to assist us at more and more so um you know you don't necessarily you don't look for that you look toward jesus and jesus sends them um i don't go looking for them they just appear a lot of times jesus will come with them and i've had encounters where uh, Jesus would walk in with one of the cloud of witnesses and he's talking, Jesus is talking to them about the future, what's going to happen and, uh, or about my life. <clears throat> there are times that the cloud of witnesses have come in and <laughs> they would just be watching my life, like, like a panoramic, 
vision of my past and maybe some of my future. So they're not really engaging with me. They're watching something. I've had that happen quite a, quite a bit. And other times it's just, hello, you know, I'm glad to meet you and that kind of a thing. Um, they see a lot more than we're uh, aware of. Um, but yeah, this is the season for that. So I think a lot of times, like right now, I just feel like as people watch this, there's impartation. And I feel like some of you are going to start to have dreams and encounter the cloud. Um, some of these people are going to be family members that passed on. Um, because, you know, the word says that they can't be completed without us. So we're one body in Christ. But on the other hand, you know, the angels are different than the cloud of witnesses in the way that, uh, like, my angels are around me all the time. They don't, you know, yes, they can leave and then they come back. That's definitely true. But the angels are always around, uh, just ready to help. Um, I remember one time I was helping uh, one of my kids find a car. And they were there to help me and I had a vision of the car. And so when we got into the dealership, I saw the exact car for, the, for my vision. And I remember saying, you know, and then she ended up getting the car, but I just think, I thanked them for their help. And uh, they said, that's what we're here for. That's what they said, that's what we're here for to help you. So whatever you, you know, whatever you need. And I've seen visions of angels over people's lives where I'd be praying for them and I would see their angel. And I would be aware that that angel specifically would be um, there to connect them with the right people or the right situation. Or there's been angels hanging around where they're uh, waiting to be sent. They're waiting to be sent out um, to, to, uh, to do something for that person or for you know situation so uh, that's another thing I feel like God is really wanting people to realize that you're supposed to communicate connect with the angels they are there to help you you know and the, again this is all in relationship with Jesus Christ we always put him first we always focus on him but it's part of the kingdom you know it's part of the kingdom so I believe people are going to be becoming more and more aware of the angelic um, around them. And it can start very small. Like for me, it would start with uh, flashes of light around my eyes. And when I asked the father what this was, I had a dream of these angels around my, around my head, you know. And uh, it was very clear. And then there was one time... Uh, I was in a conference and something like it was just really the atmosphere was really heavy and I had a dream that there were so many angels that they're the angels were bumping into each other <laughs> they were like almost so packed in you know that they could hardly move their arms and stuff it was pretty phenomenal so I don't know if you've had any encounters with the angels, Tom, or any stories or testimonies that you'd like to share. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff right there. Um, probably not to that level of degree, um, but uh, I've definitely, like even right now, I can see stuff and I know uh, the cloud is engaging with us. And I, I definitely see some family members as well. So I believe God is just opening people's eyes to see that right now to see family members and just the grace to interact as well and this is definitely the, the day and age to do it as things are are just getting crazier on the earth you know we we have this misconception that right when people pass away you know they're just chilling in heaven on a cloud with a harp or something like that but that's definitely not the case like god still has work for us even after uh, our lives here on earth are up and i'm just like as you talk i'm reminded of that in revelation actually there's uh whoever's speaking to john um when john's about to fall down to worship him he says don't do that i'm, I'm one of your brothers 
And so that right there, that could be um, someone from the cloud as well, still interacting. And so there's still saints, like you said, righteous men that made that are made perfect that interact with us um, after they pass on. And so it just kind of reminds me of my grandmother. Uh, she passed away before I got to ever meet her. But uh, I've always felt like she was praying in heaven uh, for my family and I, at least my mom's side of the family, uh, always felt some kind of connection. And like, because of her passing, like I've seen great fruit uh, in my mom's side of the family coming to know the Lord. And I think that's one of the major reasons um, is because she's with the Lord and she's interacting and still active um here on earth and so i just find it interesting i know um that this stuff is real and uh, i myself definitely want to press in more like you said not like we're going after these things or like i'm trying to connect with you know people in the cloud but uh it's just all about having a relationship with the lord and uh whatever he leads you yeah i'm reminded of i don't know if i shared this before but I remember I was in this meeting once and Mahesh uh, Shavda was speaking. And I remember I was actually texting someone. I was actually giving them um, prophetic words. Uh, I guess the person was in Scotland or something. And as, and as Mahesh was speaking I, and I'm texting, I look up and I see um, Catherine Kuhlman step into the meeting. And as she's there she puts her hand like this like don't tell anyone i'm here and when she's standing there mahesh begins to speak about her and mentions her and i'm like oh okay so there's a connection there you know when you start to speak about someone it's it's a probably um a good uh thought that they're probably in the meeting you know with that person or or with you if you're thinking about them Definitely. Yeah, going back to the angels, I know we talked a lot about that last episode. But um, when I actually like angels are really involved. Um, there, there was a time me, my sister and I were driving back from a event, like a conference event. And uh, this truck, uh, basically, we're on the highway, it hit our back tire, we spun out on the highway, uh, could have died. But we ended up perfectly on the other side, did a 180. And, um, you know, it was a crazy experience. Car was total, this and that. I know without a doubt there was an angel in there um, protecting us. And then maybe like two or a couple months later that fall, we were driving on the road, my sister and I, after another uh, conference event, go figure, Dave, David Hogan. And like, we both look up at the same time and there's this white light that just appears and, and it's, it looks like it's diving in the sky and then it just disappears. And then we both look at each other like, yo, did you see that? And then, you know, we both were thinking the same thing. That's definitely, that's definitely gotta be an angel. Like God, like uh, just showing us like, it's all right to drive. Like, you know, I'm protecting you and got healed of the trauma. That's another story of itself, how God delivered me from that trauma of just driving. And uh, to this day, I just know that, you know, the angels are very active in our lives, even if we don't physically see it. Yeah, I interact with them every day. Um, and, you know, it, it starts with desire and asking the Lord, you know, to open up your senses and also to just practice peering in, um, you know, like I've, I've said this before, where you just get a sense, like a good way to, to start that too, is like if you have somebody, cause I remember doing this a long time ago where we'd stand in the middle of a room and we close our eyes and somebody would be standing around us and we would have our eyes closed and we would sense where they were. And then you would point, you know, to where they were. And that just kind of practice, practicing your sensing. Um, I mean, I don't know how many times uh, that you might have 
maybe you were busy or your eyes are closed or something and you sense somebody walking in the room and no one, you didn't hear anything, but you just sense it. So uh, that uh, starts the journey of where you're sensing your angels are at. And then when you do that, you can start to press in a little more and look at what they're wearing, ask them, you know, of course, you know, knowing that this is actually an angel from the Lord, you'd ask the name and so forth. But as you know, if you're new at all this, again, I've said this before about, um, you know, make sure that what you're engaging in is from the Lord. Um, I wouldn't be constantly looking around all the time. Um, but you want to test the spirits and ask, you know, who they serve, who they worship, who is Jesus? I mean, ask as much as you possibly can. And usually angels that are from God will worship God. And if they're not, they might start swearing, they might leave, they might not say anything, or they'll just completely flub up the answer to those questions. And if that's the case, you, could, you know, my second thing would be like, what legal right do you have to be around my life in the first place? You know, why are you here? Um, and then repent of the reason, you know? So there you go. Because heaven should be around us. It should be around us all the time. And we need to be communing and connecting. First with Jesus, we, we want to look for Jesus. We want to look for Jesus in our heart. And we talked about this before about stepping into heaven. You can just say, I'm stepping in and I'm ascending up and I'm looking for Jesus. I'm, uh, you know, your imagination might be engaged with this, but your heart should be engaged. And as your heart is looking to connect with Jesus, you'd be surprised on how he's right there. And how he begins to connect back. Because the word says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. So do it on purpose. And then with your heart and your mind is going there, then you can be sure your spirit is also. And your soul, of course. Because your soul is your body, your mind, will, and emotions. So your mind is with you. Your emotions are with you. And your will is with you. Um, the only thing that's left behind really is your body, which that's another story that can actually begin to change too. You can start having your body go with you. So yeah, I, I just wanna um, encourage everyone to, uh, to start practicing these things and look for them more. There's always more. Um, and like you said, the world is going kind of nuts right now and there is such a place as the secret place, the most high abiding under the shadow of the almighty, where this world, you're aware of what's going on, but you're not affected by it because your spirit and soul is ascending. And it's like you're, you're from a different planet. You, you're just, you're visiting, you know, this is not like permanent real estate for our lives. So it's like, if you go to a different country, and you enjoy the view. And then the country starts having problems. Uh, you might be aware of it, but it's not like, you know, you're gonna be like, uh, well, this is, this is my country and I'm really affected by it. You're gonna have a different viewpoint on that. Not to say that you would just ignore the situation and not pray for the situation or make a change or shift atmospheres and because we are to bring the kingdom back down with us so when you get filled up with kingdom from ascensions for communing connecting you bring that authority and glory back down and then you make those changes in the atmosphere i'm reminded of sadhu um Savarai. he said that one of the powers of the age to come is where you would go into a room and you would just look at someone and they would get healed. And they, I mean, something is, is uh, devastating as polio with the hands are just totally crippled. And you would just look at the person and they would be immediately healed right there. That's the power of the age to come. 
And that's because you're carrying the glory, you're carrying the kingdom. And you can't do that if you're not connecting and you're not communing with the kingdom. So the idea here is to trump the darkness of this world through the glory, bringing it here. And you start to begin to feel the presence and feel it like overwhelming within you as well as around you, knowing the, what, this is what you're carrying and that can, uh, that can shift and, and uh, change things. So, yeah. Amen. Yeah, maybe just one more question and then we'll wrap this up. Um, so do you believe this is for every person or is it just for some special anointed people out there? It's for every set. I mean, there are going to be the select that want it and run after it. Here, The key is don't give up. If you give up and walk backwards, then you're going to lose what you gained. Um, not to say that if you've got stuff to deal with, maybe there's emotional wounds, maybe there's stuff in your family, maybe there's all kinds of stuff that you got to work through and deal with. Well, just keep doing it and continue to press in for the others as well, other things uh, connecting with the Lord. Um, but yeah, I thought if, uh, I don't even know what time it is right now, but I, I was thinking uh, if we're winding it down right now that we could step in Tom right now. And just, um, I felt really impressed when I was thinking about this, that the Lord would uh, bring to us uh, the future is yet to come. And so as we step in together, um, God's just gonna start giving us revelation <laughs> about what is yet to be. So if you're ready, we'll just practice that. Man, yeah, so Lord, yeah, okay. So Lord, we just, uh, Tom and I, we together, brother and sister, step in through the veil, through the glory in Jesus' name, and we just ascend into your presence. And we thank you for the scrolls. I'm just saying what I see. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the scrolls. And the scroll that I'm getting is has the word future on it. And I just want to thank you, God, for revealing to Tom and myself right now, and even anyone who's watching or listening, uh, just future events that you want to bring to the, the church's uh, attention, and even things that you want to father them on. And so I say that I'm seeing, uh, now that, remember, this is about the future, what is yet to take place. The father is going to father. I see uh, like maybe a mass of people, maybe they're outside in worship, but that there's going to be a almost like rain falling of the presence of God and the sense of the father fathering them. Um, so I just see that deeply being imparted into the hearts of the people right now, you know, just as they, as they engage. Just engage with God. Look for God. I mean, sometimes you can look for God within you because God is within you. Or you can turn your attentions, like with I, I personally just turn mine upward because I think of heaven up and going forward to his throne. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know if you're getting anything, Tom. Thank you, Lord, for that. Yeah, actually, I do see uh, a mighty move of the spirit taking place. I see uh, someone's limbs growing out, uh, someone who has no legs. And I just see it actually being televised, like with news cameras, different things. Um, I, I just see mighty miracles taking place. I see large crowds. I see um, the spirit of God actually hitting whole crowds and uh, just people falling on the floor and just stuff that that we have not seen before. Um, just uh, just see like the manifestation of God's glory uh, physically and uh, just even manifesting in gold. And uh, just I see um, different gemstones and things from heaven as well. Uh, showing up in these crowds and uh, 
it just looks like it just looks like God is saving some some good stuff uh, for what's coming. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, and I see those gemstones are 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 vibrating with the frequency of heaven. Um, and I see people picking them up and looking at them, even picking them up and looking at them like through the sun at, at the sun and just uh, feeling and knowing that this is like a love token from, from the goodness of God. Wow. Thank you, Father. I also see uh, just masses, as you say, because I keep seeing people like outside. It reminds me of... Yeah, uh, I see the same thing, yes. Yeah, that, what is his name? Uh, Sean from uh, the Burning Ones or the Burning... You know, like he's in California. Sean uh, I, yeah, yeah. I just, like, I, I'm just seeing like outdoor thing. Um but that they're all being lifted up into the heavenly realm and just encountering heaven, like being taken as large masses. And here I'm in agreement that I do see a mass healing. I mean, just incredible healing. Like people weren't even expecting it. I see like, um, you know, diabetes and liver things and just all kind, every type of disease and illness that a person could have in this group just being taken and healed so there's going to be a marked change and I also see uh the Lord bringing people up into the heavenly realm to reveal their futures and uh and just overwhelming joy like an explosion of joy and uh I'm hearing I don't know what who this is for but that you don't have to be in China to get these things. Cause I, I know that people are in China are so hungry and they contend with God for hours and hours and hours in the, under the, the underground church. But God saying, I'm just going to do it by grace, by grace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that. So, yeah, if there is anything else you would like to reveal, Father? Whoa, yeah, I do whoa, see yeah. Um, just the transformation of uh, people's bodies actually going to a next level. Um, where I do see people living longer. I do see um, the glory and like the glow of God on people who are really old age. Um, I, do th I do think... Uh, well, I see just the, the lifespan getting longer, definitely. And I feel like the Lord is saying this is essential for this time period because uh, I also see what else is trying to go on, how um, people are trying to, like, create humans in, in, um, in, like, robotic form or, like, trying to evolve mankind in a way that's uh, not according to God's plan. So I feel like what God is doing is, is bringing that next level of glory. Um, and I feel like that's, you know, going to be essential to walk in so we don't uh, conform to what the, the enemy's agenda is that it looks like, at least what I'm seeing. Yeah, you know, uh, the Lord showed me that, um, you know, this vaccine, I hear about the nanotechnology I saw, like, the Lord showed me, not right now, but before, um, that it was like a machine is literally inside your bloodstream from, from that, from the nanotech when they give you the vaccine or maybe other things. But I heard the Lord say uh, one of the reasons why he's going to do so much in the, in the physical body and everything is uh, tolerance, um, that you'll be able to handle things Oh, much better having a higher level of tolerance uh, because of what's coming. And even if you were even exposed to radiation, that it would not affect you. Um, I see angels shielding um, because I, I just see like a bomb going off and somebody being shielded and, and, and also, you know, being able to not be affected by that. So thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord. 
Wow. Yeah, so I see like the DNA strands and more being unlocked and even new scientific discoveries within the next couple of years where people are just going to know more about the DNA and the capability of the human body. And I just see just such upgrades coming that uh, the world is really going to look completely different um, a couple years from now. So just get ready. Yeah, and there's also technology on things like cleaning up the the atmosphere, the oceans, the things around us, um, and that'll carry over. I'm I'm a believer in the thousand year reign. That's in the scripture. Um, yeah, and some people will just be transformed even before they are uh, uh, just taken up into heaven and enraptured and everything um but there's also gonna be i just see the father i feel like this is even quick quickly like sh very shortly uh even now i just see encounters with the father in dreams just encountering the father and giving people new beginnings um that i just see people lifted up out of situations even though the world's really getting messed up right now it's just like he's lifting people up out of situations and being transformed by the renewing of your mind just by encountering the father i remember one time i had an encounter with the father he just came and he danced with me he said i'm not done yet you know regarding some destruction that i occurred that occurred in my own life and i was wrecked i mean i'm like i'll do anything for you i don't care you know it's just like you're so overwhelmed with the kindness and the goodness of who really God is. I mean, you got to have that encounter. So God, I just ask for just life shifting, changing encounters for the people and that it really is worth contending for. Thank you, Father. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I see like people's compassion, like compassion is going to increase in the earth and like when you walk by someone, um, like it's like someone homeless, for example, uh, it'll just feel such a greater level of compassion for that person. And I just see the love increasing. And, and just like what you said, I, I saw a lot of um, activity, angelic cloud of witness activity, dreams and visions uh, with the Lord. Um, even in the Middle East is what I'm seeing right now. Um, a lot of visitations from the Lord. Yeah, I, I'm seeing also that, you know, God's saying, I'm going to give everyone as much opportunity as you could possibly have to receive him, accept him, and know him. The opportunity will be there as much as possible because there will be a day the door closes and there's no going back. There's no going back after that. Mm. Yeah, that's really awesome. Thank you, Father. Um, I also saw people walking on the streets. You know how with the riots and the horrible things, it really upsets me personally about the destruction um, that people are doing to other people's businesses. And how the, you know, these particular people uh, stand out for the violence and their aggression and so forth. And in the same manner, there's going to be a uh, group of people who are going to stand out because of the shining faces, the, the glow, the glory that's, I just see, I see light coming out of people's faces. There's going to be a standing out um, above and beyond. And, and even where you will no, you'll sense it, you'll feel it, whether you're one of them who is shining, you're going to sense the shift of the difference between you and someone who isn't there yet. Or, uh, and then also on the other, other spectrum where uh, a person will just totally feel the, the difference between um, them and this, these shining ones. It, it'll be so strong that you can't, you know, you can't even miss it. So that's, that's good stuff. So God, we just thank you. 
Wow. So, Is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, you... do I do see another thing. Okay, <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, yeah, it might even be someone watching right now. I see someone in India getting very zealous for the Lord and smashing idols. And it's almost like a showdown uh, between like when Elijah, you know, called down fire and the Lord answered, but the prophets of Baal, um, Baal didn't answer. I see someone really going in there and just challenging the idols and the system in India and taking back those altars. So if that's you and you're, you're watching this, you know, just be stirred up and, you know, be strong and be courageous, you know, for the Lord is with you. You know, as you say that, interesting enough, I'm seeing a vision of even the American Indian, um, like Nevada, they're kind of isolated or cloistered, but I see a, uh, uh, just a circle of angels around. And when I looked to the angel, he said, it's because a revival is going to break out here. Um, as well, you know, I mean, it's going to be in more than one place. And those who are hungry enough are going to find that secret place. But I see it underground, like an underground reservoir of water. And it's not just water. I'm actually seeing this American Indian right now. And it's like underground cave almost. And uh, it's just like the cave is filled with diamonds, uh, just like and so, you know, it's a metaphor for spiritual uh, wealth underground, um, the reservoir. And so that speaks of, I would say, the wise virgins uh, who contended um, for the presence. They, they just continued to contend and connect and to, and it's really interesting because that scripture says, um, give us your oil. The, the the unwise virgin was saying, give us your oil. And because, in other words, we want what you have, but we didn't buy it. We didn't, you know, what does buying it mean? What buying it means is like trading your time to have time with, to, to get to know Jesus, to get to know the Father. So buying it means a trade. It means... Um, I, I will trade my time for what I get out of it, which is a deep communion relationship with, with Jesus and the Father, the Holy Spirit. And so no one can give their oil. You have to, you have to buy your own. So, so yeah. So that's good. Good stuff. So thank you, Father. We just ask you for everyone who is watching to be contending for that oil. And as I say that, Tom, I see oil being poured over you. And so we speak fire starter. We, we speak fire starters for everyone who's watching and feels that in them. And I know, Tom, you are also a fire starter. So hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. Have <laughs> so a have a drink of the fire, just how we just fill our cup with fire and we drink from your, wow, your glory. Uh, hey, yes, Lord, more fire. Just fill our cups with fire, anointing oil fire. Hallelujah. That fire will burn the dross away. That will separate the wheat from the chaff in your life. Um, that will make you selective in your thinking, selective in the way that you see things. It will get you closer to the, the target, like the middle of the middle of uh, like an archery target, uh, the circle target that you have. Just thank you, God. We just ask for that. We ask for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Just thank Whoa. you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Wow. Yeah, Lord, we just thank you so much, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit and for everything you showed us, Lord, Father. We just receive all these good things, Father, uh, visitations from you, deeper intimacy with you, encounters. And Father, we just release that to all those watching and listening right now. In Jesus' name.
Yeah, and I speak uh, for whoever this is for, that provision will come. Provision will come, rest your head upon his heart and let him put his hand upon your head and just come close and rest and knowing that he will take care of his own. He will take care of his own. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And there's someone else out there. You just like, you don't really feel God. And I uh, just want to speak the the nearness of God's presence over you that he is near to you. And I pray that you feel his presence right now. Yeah. Pour it out, Father. We thank you for the angels that are sent with this video <laughs> to everyone who will listen and that we feel the presence also that they would, I just see uh, smelling the fragrance of your presence. And maybe they're going to start having manifestations of oil uh, or gold or gems. I just see manifestation to confirm your word. Hallelujah. To confirm your word, Jesus. Amen. Um, earlier, I saw the Lord scrubbing some foundations cleansing some foundations and that foundation is in the word so for somebody or someone just go to the word and 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 just get the word within your heart and that's your foundation and that's what you start with i felt like where do i begin well that's where you begin so yeah So you want to wrap it up and let's see if something else. All right. Yeah, I think uh, we're good for this episode. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed. And uh, God bless. Amen. Thank you. Shalom. Your presence all around. All things are new now. Can't nothing hold me down. Because your love has set me free. Grace and truth about All things work for good now Yeah, nothing hold me down Cause your love is heavy